0: They're all saving one, or most of of the Hampshire fielders are saving one. Somerset need one run. It's Edwards to Hildreth. He's there and bowls, Hildreth. And he gets the run away through the onside. And Somerset have won. They've won the Royal London One Day Cup.
1: Hello there, you listen to Always Look on the Bright Side of Life. This is the Somerset Cricket Podcast. My name's Ian Shepherd. Joining me this evening, I've got Dan Kingdom, the voice of cricket on BBC Radio Somerset, and live in the roll-off the Pavilion, journalist, broadcaster, and uh, current cricketer of about 75% of the Southwest recreational teams, Harry Everett. <laughs> Good evening, all. Harry, thanks for popping along. Um, well, I suppose we were kind of, we all thought this Kent performance might happen. We didn't want it to, but was it slightly inevitable that it was all a bit after the Lord Mayor's show? <laughs> um, if you weren't aware, Somerset went down by an innings and plenty down at uh, down at Canterbury last week. Uh, batting first, making a not very uh, what was that for? You? Yeah, two hundred and two all out. In reply, Kent four hundred and ninety two all out, and then Somerset one hundred and thirty nine all out again. The highlight of which was some long handle from Sajid Khan. Um. What do you think then, Gibber? You were there. At what point did they (laughs) mentally want to be on
0: that bus? Oh, I think um, halfway through the Kent innings, I think. They they really weren't up for it. And uh, Jason Kerr admitted as much when I interviewed him at the end of the second day because Lewis Goldsworthy I did on the, on the first day who batted very well it, it must, must be said shame he didn't make his 100 but um, no I mean the intensity had gone and I said on commentary I mean Jason Kerr said they should be playing for their personal pride which is quite right but it's actually much more motivating to be playing for your team than it is f- for yourself and there wasn't in all honesty anything really for Somerset to play for and I'm afraid it showed
1: yeah I mean Talking about playing for yourself and, and playing for the team, they do sometimes go hand in glove in in particularly in championship cricket. I mean, it's. I, I mean,
2: think, Gibbo. I think Gibbo makes a really good point there. That, but you you, you play for your team. It's a team sport, isn't it? Cricket's one of those weird sports where it's a team sport, but individual success helps the team. And I mean, Somerset got this habit of bringing the best out of individuals against them. You know, normally it's first class. You know, personal best at Taunton, but Hammond de la getting runs against us just sort of sums it up and it's an after Laws mayor show performance wasn't it but I chatted to Craig O the turn up f- at the awards tour on Friday night and he said to me you know it's one of the worst he can remember Somerset bowling and he said even himself he said he admittedly bowled really poorly and he said no no one bowled well no one had a good day and that summed it up really and once the bowling was really poor then the second in his batting was pretty shoddy again What
1: yeah. do you make of it Dan I mean it's Harry's just pretty much summed it
3: up as, uh, as as best you can really yeah I think we, we weren't a million miles away with the bat I mean 202 is not great but you know I think we were saying 250 300 would have been decent and with our bowling attack you'd expect us to be able to stay in the game um, but unfortunately Kent were able to run away with it you know this, the tone was set by that opening partnership wasn't it really yeah, um, yeah it's a real disappointment we, we could have gone fifth with a win of that game um, and would have ended the season on a High note, really. I think fifth would have been good after the after the season we had. But would that have um, been th- relegation? Fifth would that have been flattering? Would that have been almost covering over the cracks a little bit? Well, I, I yeah. think yeah, it, it would have been, it have been important. Be the I think so we just, so um, to be fifth, we? It would have been important to remember that we would you know, we remain flawed. Um, but it would have been, a, you know, a good way to end the season, be confident going into next season. But it would have been, obviously it's important to remember, you know, that there's, there's still a lot to work on. Um, it's not an excuse, but I think the fact that there were only two days after the North Ants game, whereas Kent did get an extra day because their game finished early against Hampshire maybe made a difference. We obviously had to work very, very hard for four days to get the win against North Ants. So there was definitely an element of that come down and having having a short turnaround, I think those two potentially combined um to make it, you know, to make it difficult for us. Um but yeah, it's not an excuse for sure. Um we we didn't bowl or bat well enough. Um yeah, I didn't see any of the second innings, but it sounds like we just collapsed in a heap, basically. Lambe aside, who seemed to you know, try his best but couldn't push on, as he's often done this season. Um, but obviously, it's difficult when you've got wickets falling <laughs> at the other end.
2: I think you made uh, the turnaround, though, don't you? Like, we didn't, There wasn't much in between, and that's why it was even more surprising that we bowled so many of the same bowlers. I thought Sonny Baker would have a go. I chatted to him at the mm-hmm. Northlands game and I said, Oh, surely you'll be playing next week, Canton. He said, Oh, yeah, I hope so. I mean, Jack Brooks with his sore back didn't think he was actually going to play, but. I mean, we should have really had Nathan Gilchrist. playing for us might have helped, but a typical sort of set, one of their own coming back to skip last.
1: Well, yeah. there was a lot of stick flying around on Twitter about the old Nathan Gilchrist situation, but we offered him a, a contract, didn't he? But we, he just couldn't get into our first 11, so completely justifiably yeah. he went off to a county mm-hmm. where he was going to get first 11 cricket. I mean, it, we wanted to keep him, but you, you can't yeah. just say to I don't know, Craig or Jamie or Jack Brooks or whoever Josh Davy that sorry you, you know we're going to give Nathan Gilchrist to run in the team because we want to keep him when you know you're part of our when you're part of this bowling attack which is doing really well it's just it's just one of those things that happens and I don't fault you know as much as the Somerset management are criticised I think they're pretty blameless on on this one there's not much more they could have done to keep him aside from paying him stupid money to to play in the in the uh, in the second team. Uh, what are we making? Back? Oh, shit. My chair does that sometimes. It's a bit cheap. There's a little bar that goes across to uh, support him. When I want to get a bit too uh, exaggerated with the lean, but he sat there pissing himself. Drinking my side. Are you going to stand on the patio
3: if you I think it's worth mentioning that Gilchrist's announcement, the announcement of Gilchrist's departure, was a, a week or maybe a few days after Jamie's. So it was it would be interesting to know if... Gilchrist knew Jamie was leaving because if Gilchrist knew that if Gilchrist did know that it sort of made it a little bit more surprising I remember at the time being quite surprised like mm-hmm. hang on Jamie's just left so surely that creates an opening for Gilchrist essentially to sort of break into the side and the way I of at that point in time is he was the furthest forward out of our younger bowlers you know of Aldridge, ahead of Aldridge and Leonard and Baker so it did surprise me at the time for sure but I mean I guess Kent were probably able to offer him first team cricket a bit sooner than than we could have I suppose. Um, so it was a shame at the time to lose him because I think it was highly rated and I saw that you know Zach Crawley was saying that he reckons Gilkish could be pushing for England selection quite soon so you know, it would be a shame if we do end up missing on what seems to be a fine bowler
1: especially as uh well our bowling attack is starting to look a little bit fragile we will have a chat about that yeah. in a minute um before
0: my cher- fragile geriatric. The- geriatric is the word yeah.
1: <laughs> now now I'm today <laughs> Quite go that far, but before my chair decided to self destruct, Andy Umead was one that we thought um, would definitely have had a lot to play for this game. Really trying to stake a claim for championship selection next year. And what did he get? Three and four, and never really looked.
0: Never saw enough of him to form a judgment,
1: really. Yeah, that's true. Yeah,
2: I think it's a massive game for him, and I'll be honest with you, I don't see him playing the start of next season. Our strongest 11, you know, Dixon, Lamanby. Abel Goldsworthy, Kola Cabmore and then you know someone like Barton Banton Banton's probably going to miss out, and they probably should be ahead of Amid. You know Ben Green's going to miss out. There's so much strength in depth. I, a bit of an odd signing of Amid and he's probably you know it's good to have backup as an opening bat, but I don't see him getting in our strongest level when none available.
0: No.
1: Well, I hope he wins as well. We don't even know overseas yet.
2: You know we're not you know not even bringing that into those names I just mentioned there.
1: Well, I think they'd be pretty foolish to try and bring in a. a an overseas batter to congest that uh, that batting line up even more and give themselves even more of a headache yeah. uh, Casey Aldridge though I was um, uh, advocating for him to be rested in favour of, of Sonny Baker I still think Sonny should have played but possibly in uh, in favour of somebody like Jack Brooks who was probably a little bit tired but 6 four hundred was it six hundred and one, something like that a mm-hmm. bit more than that I think. 110, Slogged it out for twenty-five overs. Did he bowl as well? Slogged it ball? out. Yeah. yeah Reward
0: go? for perseverance. perseverance. He kept. He kept plugging away, and sooner or later, one of the one of the Kent batsmen was going to get himself out. Yeah,
2: there were some silly he, shots he, made, weren't
0: there? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he, you couldn't say that, you mm-hmm. know. He 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 ripped through the Kent batting lineup or anything like that. I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's still learning his trade, Casey Aldridge. Um, I said during commentary, I, I just wish he had a little bit more devil about him. You know, he runs up nice and easily. He's got a nice, easy action. He puts it more or less in the right place five times out of, out of six. But, you know, there's not that sort of uh, f- feeling of threat to the, to the batsman that, that you would get from Craig Overton or, or J.B. Overton. He's too um, nice, is he? <laughs> Yeah. Well I don't know I just I just wish he he bowled a bit faster. He looks as if he's capable of bowling a bit faster and you know digging it in and and in at the at the batsman uh, a, a bit more. But maybe that maybe that's being unfair. I mean he you know he has bowled well this season. He's come on a lot since since last year and he's a you know he's a very nice lad and and I hope he's got a very good future with Somerset. I think you're
1: right. It's, this is his his first sort of full proper season playing first class cricket and I think you always end a season and have a look back at what's gone on, what you need to work on, and I think you're absolutely right, Gera. you just needs to go away with Jason Kerr. I mean, they did it with Craig Owen a couple of years ago, didn't they? After he played mm. the sort of first handful of Test matches, they said to him, "Right, you've got to go away, get yourself a little bit faster," and he managed to do that. So, I mean, I know if Jason Kerr can do that with with Craig Oath, he's probably going to be able to do it with Casey as well. So. I don't think Casey's gonna be playing any franchise cricket. I'm not sure if he's going away for uh, for a winter of club cricket, but yeah, that's if that was me, that's what I'd be doing. Just trying to get that extra yard of pace on that and as you to say, that little bit of how do you put it, bit of devil? Mm. Good stuff. I'll just go back to the point you said about if we had finished fifth it would have flattered us. Because if we had finished fifth, we wouldn't have lost to any of the teams that would had finished below us. And we would have only lost the teams that would have finished above us. So I think, if we had ended up finishing mm. fifth, then it, it probably would have been uh, a fair reflection, given that you know we only played Northampton once, Yorkshire once. Uh, we played Lancashire, finished second once as well. And we played you know Surrey, Hampshire, and Essex, who were three of the top four. We had to play them twice. So
2: depends if you're judging us on first or second innings, I reckon, because it's well. completely different. <laughs> oh. Good
0: point. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Well yeah, anything more about Kent then also we can sign that to the uh, to the to the memory bin. Uh, the memory bin, the memory bank dust Bin, bin that's alright. I'm right sure that. not sure what I'm <laughs> trying to say but I suppose just one final point is if you want a side to be totally ruthless, really have that mongrel about them Have that pride, as you said, about you know, going everywhere, playing for the badge, playing for your teammates, I... playing for yourself you need to eliminate that kind of one foot on the bus back home mentality and however much you you say that no we were, we were given it away, I always think there's just a little bit of a little bit of devil that will just sit on your shoulder saying come on just get back on the bus it doesn't really matter just play a big shot and get out I'm not not saying that it's there at the forefront of your mind but it's just there a little bit subconscious we kind of you kind of get it in club cricket as well yeah. sometimes if you you know, you avoid relegation or you win the league the penultimate week of the season.
2: Reverse your batting order, don't you? Yeah. yeah. yeah oh, a bit of a
1: laugh.
2: I don't think Goldsworthy or Able would do that. No. But I feel like there's possibly a few other candidates who we put, I mean, they're on the plane to Mykonos. Let's, <laughs> less, you know, leave for that rather than on the bus. Yeah, it's know. that time of the year and every cricket
1: yeah.
0: is... It's called, it's called human nature, ships. Human mm-hmm. nature. Yeah. Cause
3: even <laughs> Surrey got thrashed by Lancashire didn't they Yeah, yeah. yeah. so even the best teams they can't have the best teams so yeah
1: definitely I mean our avoidant okay, relegation isn't a trophy but it felt, it, you know it, it, it's the same sort of feeling isn't it when you go into that game like if we win we've achieved our objective for the season and no further objectives can be achieved it's very difficult to mentally get that out of your mind and, and really get yourself back up for next week when the only thing on it is a his championship placings, which not sure how much how much money will be lost by not. There is a bit 50. of
2: money, I think, between first and third's a lot, isn't it? I was hearing the other day. First yes. and third, second I out. I feel like there's not as different further down, but something about Hampshire, whether they get a second, third, or fourth, was going to be massive for them.
1: Hmm. Well, Liam Allwell, uh, put pay to that. Should we have a little chat about that? Were you watching that on whatever it was Thursday afternoon? That was riveting riveting viewing yeah.
2: I'm still watching it back good now. old Gloucester <laughs> good old Gloucester yeah.
1: yeah what was it yeah so Gloucester Gloucester beat Yorkshire didn't they and despite some heroics from from Don Bess he got about 70 of. that was
2: pretty good to watch Bess and Pattinson yeah, I was watching that happily yeah
1: slapped one to to backwood point and they lost um,
2: on his last game
1: and then yeah Warwickshire and Hampshire Liam Norwell's heroics so what they what are they Jason, about 180 100,
0: sorry, 138 yeah something like that just absolutely yeah. Gloucestershire's year. finest Gloucestershire's finest as well double double Gloucester success yeah, yeah.
1: double Is that some sort of cheese pun there uh, yeah Antonio?
2: Gloucestershire played a <laughs> massive part in the 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 run in the last couple of games oh, yeah, very, celebrating yeah. the game at Somerset the other week when Perhaps, won. Yeah. beat Warwickshire beat Yep. Beat Yorkshire, and when they're already down and out, I mean, if they played with the fight that you showed the last two weeks, Gloucestershire might have stayed up. Yeah, well,
1: it they like, might have beaten us yeah. if it hadn't rained on the last day. Anyway. Yeah, God, <laughs> I hope they would have done. Well, <laughs> <laughs> should we have a quick chat about um, a certain amateur golfer who's caught the attention Ooh. of a few people
3: this week? The question about that is, do we know that Joe Root chose not to play, or did the ECB say that he can't play? I think I don't know if we know a definitive answer to that, do we? Yeah, I don't know.
1: I would imagine For if sure. they have given the green light to a 36-year-old fast bowler to go off and play county cricket, they would probably... But did
2: Broad their... play every test this summer? No, yeah. would that come into Yeah. Did, did,
3: did Broad miss one? I
2: think he missed one, at least
3: hmm I don't, yeah. he played most of it, didn't he but he did I, I, family, I think yeah. it varies from player to play remember Jimmy Anderson didn't play um, obviously Leach didn't play Pope um, and Folks didn't play the last game I, I just I, I don't know I don't want to judge Joe Root without knowing the full story really um, it's it's a tough one
2: I get Dan's point but if it was Tom Abel I'd be fuming Well, I don't think Tom Abel would do that I don't think Tom that, Abel he would be desperate to play I mean does it make a difference Joe Root's what he's Sheffield and Yorkshire's homes Leeds. Maybe it's slightly different. Tom Abel's Taunton through and through the homes Taunton but Tom Abel would have done everything he could to play mm. and he would have played. I'd be a bit gutted if I was a Yorkshire fan.
1: And especially mm. considering as well that Yorkshire are missing Milan, Brook, Bairstow and Root from yeah. their first choice line-up. And I'd also say given the, the pretty awful um, reputation that the ECB currently have among County cricket fans of it could have been a nice olive branch for them for the management to say to all the players, please make every effort, and I would say unless you're at, you know, on a Zimmer frame or whatever, or in, on crutches, <laughs> make every effort you can to play in this these last couple of rounds of championship games because as a PR exercise more than anything is we kind of need to get back in the good books of of some county fans and it's the optics are not particularly good when you're your side have just got relegated by losing by was it, nineteen, twenty runs, whatever it is they lost by. And then there's a yeah, big few- to,
0: to, to be fair to Joe Rood, he's probably been signed up for that competition, which is, you know, very expensive to be part of in any case if you're if you're an amateur for the best part of a year. And I'm quite sure he cleared his participation with the E C B and Yorkshire County Cricket Club a long time ago. And it would have caused a lot of disruption if he would if he pulled out. What is a you know a big deal, that that uh, competition? How at, well did the do? last I don't know.
1: Actually. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I,
0: I don't. You know, it would have been a lovely gesture if he had pulled out. Mm. But I've been very. I would have been very very surprised under the circumstances, if he had. Yeah, it's
1: just don't, those optics aren't great though. There's a picture of you, Peterson, Vaughan, and and um, and I'm, Piers Morgan. one. Yeah. Aren't? I think Two that, of those aren't the most popular done well, yeah. faces among county cricket. We all know what Piers Morgan's reputation is. That there's, it's not a good look. And no. I agree with you, Harry. If Tom Abel was, you know, up playing in that tournament when we needed it, we'd be, uh, yeah, exactly. But um, it's sad, isn't it? But yeah, if, if you look at the, the high performance review, it's. It's all weighted against county cricket, and then I don't know. It just it, it really just doesn't sit right. I a mean, I I agree. I agree with you, Gib. I take your point that you know you'd have been arranged to play in it for for a long time. But flipping that back, are they not going? Well, hold on a minute. The last test against South Africa is finished. What two two three weeks ago? That is still in the cricket season. Yorkshire have got a game. You are a cricketer. Playing, can you play in that game, please?
0: Yeah, I think the other thing you've got to bear in mind is the the chaos that there is in Yorkshire County Cricket Club at the moment. Yeah, I mean, they're it's are probably them off, isn't it? it
2: yeah, exactly. And I mean, who, who knows
0: what who knows what's going? I mean, Patel looks as if he's about to be sacked or resign as as chairman, and all hell's let loose with you know Andrew Gale making accusations. It's so maybe Joe Root thought he was well out of it, and I wouldn't blame him.
3: Well, yeah, it's had track, down? He is actually, yeah. Is he? He's the oh. One Yorkshire player who is out of contracts, as far as I can tell. Yeah.
1: Well, I think, I know we said we don't want to sign any more batters, but.
2: He's <laughs> <laughs> not getting in. You can come down and play in our seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> on your way in the team, young'un. But I think Anthony makes a good point there. I mean, did you listen to Jonathan Deutsch's interview? I thought that was fascinating with Tom Cola Cadmore. Like, do you want to leave? That line really worried me. From a Yorkshire point of view, I interviewed Andrew Gale for my university dissertation on whether T20 was ruining cricket about eight years ago now, which is, <laughs> I mean, things have changed a bit since then, but uh, having you know, gone to Huddersfield University, I spent a lot of time around Yorkshire, and I wasn't aware of all this racism stuff that's come through, but it's almost sad to see the club, not in tatters and falling pieces, make some sound a bit extreme, but Yorkshire in Division 2, with Milan, Bairstow, Brook, Root, all these amazing players, all these England players, like, over the last ten years, they've been one of the best sides, and I just think it's Mental and sad in some ways for them. I almost feel for Yorkshire staff after that sounds. Um, you know, they, they they shouldn't be a Division Two side really, but well,
1: maybe if Joe Root played, they would be. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think it's fair to say that he, you know, there's a good chance he might have helped them get those extra twenty runs they needed to win. What yeah.
2: if he, he cancelled his golf tournament, and got two ducks, then what would yeah. be, and they still went down? What would happen then?
1: Well, <laughs> at least they'd have gone down with a fight. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so I listened to your interview with uh, Tom Abel on the on the cricket show um, in the week just gone. Give I think what he said indifferent middling sort of season.
0: I said good, bad, or indifferent. He said indifferent, which I think is pretty fair. You know, it's not been a great season. It's not been a disastrous season either. It's not been not been a great great one. Yet again, we haven't played to our potential, and that's the key for the future. We've got all all the ingredients are there for success. But we're just not performing consistently enough at a high enough level it's consistency that that's been that's been missing and you know with the best one in the world i think you've got to look at the coaching side of things although talking about that um i did a bit of number crunching dan probably knows this already but the the top five local boys in the batting order that's it B, abel bartlett yeah, banson yeah, and, and goldsworthy made a thousand runs more between them in two fewer innings this season than they did last season so let's hear it for lachlan yeah
2: (laughs) i enjoyed i enjoyed that stat now i heard that is
1: it one of yours is it or is it from steve pittard former landlord? no it's one of mine
0: i I worked it out myself because i i wanted to see you know what to the extent to which the side had progressed this year as against last year and i and i think our homegrown batsmen have progressed yeah definitely. but not yeah. to the extent that they're capable of they're still way short of, of performing to their to their full potential but we are certainly in the batting moving in the right direction i'm less sure of the direction of travel with the bowling i'm worried about the bowling uh, for next season well age
1: catches up with with scene bowlers uh, a hell of a lot faster than it does with batters um I was just looking at the, uh, yeah, the bowling stats here. I mean, so Craig Overton at nine games, Josh Davey, eight games, Siddle, eight games, which obviously, okay, he wasn't aware, uh, around for the last four, Brooks, seven, Aldridge, eight, uh, Leach, seven, um, and then Gregory played 11. So you're not gonna keep all those seam bowlers fit for a whole season. That's, yeah, that's pie in the sky. Um, well I don't know
0: look at, look at Hampshire look at Hampshire mm-hmm. Abbott and Mohammed Abbas and Keith Barker <laughs> mm-hmm. that
2: mm-hmm. was their James Fuller James mm-hmm. Fuller mm-hmm. as well Fuller and the, that was their attack
0: forth, those four were their with seam attack mm-hmm. match after match after match after match and they performed game after game after game after game and were very unlucky in the end not to win the championship What's Warren so why you know on, but we haven't game. got an attack that's anything like as consistently good as that, and I think that's a big weakness.
3: Between those four, Abbas, Abbott, Barker Fuller, they only missed four matches. Abbas missed yeah. two, Abbott yeah, Abbot missed. Brad Wheel's one, a pretty good Fuller replacement, it. isn't it's it? It's pretty impressive.
2: Yeah. yeah. What's worrying when looking at the Somerset bowling averages is, is Matt Renshaw's second. I mean that's <laughs> that's a pretty damn <laughs>
1: say it was underused yeah Craig i well, say that <laughs> Craig and stand out 36 wickets at 17.97 Josh Davey 21 at 21 Siddle 27 at 23 then Brooks and Aldridge 23 apiece at 28
2: and 30. Uh, but if Ned Leonard gets fit does he come in next year if he can sort his chronic injuries out does he come in do you have Leonard and Baker
1: he was planned to wasn't he
2: you know, first game against Hampshire yes Covid and injuries come in but do we try that again first game next season
1: I think we want to hit the ground running next year. It's
2: got to be an overseas bowler or two, isn't there?
3: Yeah, I think with when Craig and Davey are fit, when they're fully fit, they're dead certs. Two of our bowling attack, and then we've got to be signing an overseas bowler, possibly two overseas bowlers, because I don't think we're going to sign an overseas batter. So we need to get one reasonably available. Decent quality pace bowler mm. like Siddle. It could be Siddle again. It I think it'd be Siddle it. again. We need, yeah. we need a Siddle signing again. And then the other slot can be maybe a bit more flexible. Could look to sign a spinner for the periods of the season that Leach is missing. We could sign a pace <laughs> bowler for the other periods. You well, know.
0: Like Sajid Saji Khan, five wickets, 70, 73 runs apiece. That was a good value for money,
3: wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Can't see us signing him again. Yeah.
1: Well, uh... <laughs> I suppose he did get that run out up at Warwickshire that yes he did turn yes. Game, but it, it, it certainly pegged them back in that run chase on the on the fourth
0: day I think they'd, they'd, they'd given it up by then it was a, still a brilliant piece of work but
1: um,
0: yeah he just and he wasn't
1: much to add on Sajid that we haven't no. talked about in the last couple of ep- couple of weeks really uh, what but I th-
0: is, isn't Siddle going to come back next year then yeah I think it is is that right? Do you, have you heard that, I know, Harry? I
2: don't know officially, but I feel like it makes sense and he seemed to love it and he it seems more at home at Somerset than he was at Essex. And what reason would he have to change? He's made a lot of good friends and got on well. Next to
1: so. Morrison's got his bananas. He's happy with that.
0: But it is a pretty geriatric opening attack, isn't it? You know, when yeah. we got Siddle. How old would he be next year? 38? Jack Brooks would be 39? <laughs> alright England have yeah. got Anderson and Broad
2: but you know, they're a bit of an outlier do we not play Brooks and Dave in the same 11 is part of what I think so as much as I love them both I think you play one or the other of them I think Josh Davey is yeah. probably better Davey and Overton together are brilliant but can we have Davey, Brooks and Tillers? say that's three old boys well,
1: I'd like to see some a good bit of progression.
2: Well,
3: Davey would be about 33 won't he yeah that counts as an old boy just about and he's think? getting a bit injury prone yeah and another question is Lewis Gregory. His bowling figures: well, cool. fifteen wickets in eleven matches, an average of fifty-three, which is a bit worrying because he he balances the side, you know, at number seven. I but he does, I just worry does about anymore, getting though. enough from. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, I think batting-wise, he was decent. Five hundred and thirty-two runs, yeah. average of thirty-five. It's just his bowling has tailed off a bit, and I think it's a bit worrying.
2: But as much as Lewis well, Gregory, you play, yeah. You can't play him in his that back. back can he? Not
0: fit. He's, he, I don't think he'll ever bowl and uh, play a major part as a bowler again. And I he's, don't... You know, he's, he's got a hairline fracture of, of one of his lower vertebrae, and it—you know—he just it stiffens up. Poor bloke. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a great shame. Yeah. I but I, honestly, I, you know, I would hardly bring Gregory into the sort of bowling equation for next season. I think you have just got to treat him as as a as a batsman who might bowl the, the occasional over but I don't think he's going to be uh, fit enough to bowl anything like the you know put in anything like the performance he did in 2019 when he was a, you know when he bowled us to victory at Kent for example
2: well, I agree with Anthony you know? I think he he's, he's been massive for so many years now but we've just yeah. gone I have mentioned a couple of minutes ago that the players we've got you can't play him ahead of Bartlett or Banta. I wouldn't have thought as an out and out batter and Able and Lammerby are going to be fitter to bowl more overs, and those two improve every year with the ball. I've been uh, forget their batting; those two are improving bowlers all the time. I think they could bowl those Gregory's overs, and then you could play, you know, a Banton or a Barlow, as well as the top five or six already mentioned. And Rue's keeping improving. Maybe Goldsworthy deserves to have a bit of a bowl as well. We've got plenty of bowlers who can
0: bat and batters who can bowl. Yeah, we a have. No they're not going to rip through a good uh, you know a decent opposition batting lineup on a good pitch
2: no that is he, the
0: problem does one of them have a day out of and
2: again? you know if it's Abel's week, one week, you hope then it's Islamby's week next week, but yeah, I agree. you hope that's why maybe do we need a sidl or do we need someone who's really quick and penetrating we We've got Siddle who's going to dot it up and bowl maidens, but do we need someone who's going to rip through them and put on no. back foot a bit?
0: Well, we've got to we've got to hope that Sonny Baker proves to be the real deal.
2: Yeah,
0: give him a game. And I, th- I agree. I agree with Harry. He should have been given a chance down at um, down at Canterbury, Probably assuming Charles. he's fit. Yeah, it, it was. He was fit. Yeah.
2: Just
1: looking at it, there's the, the, I can't see a downside to it. No. What would what would have been the downside to giving him a go?
3: I think it would have been the fitness issue, wouldn't it? I think it it was just whether or not he was. They felt confident giving him a four day match. At that yeah, well, it's a two and a half day match. Well, yeah, but even, even so,
1: in that situation, even if it is a okay, it's a four day match, but you don't have to bowl him 21, 22, 23 overs a day. You know, yeah. you can you can monitor him and say okay, okay, obviously you know nineteen, twenty year old lad had back issues, a bit like they did with Craig, four five over spells. You know, get him assessed by by the medical staff at, at lunch and tea, and if and if he's not up to Bowling
2: after tea You don't bowl after tea But going back you to You may
1: well would be those overs well, you know? why,
2: why then When Sajid Khan is bowling So poorly Why did Goldsworthy not get a bowl The last three or four games In September Why did Goldsworthy not get the ball
0: I honestly don't know I mean that's what um, David Fulton Who I was working with he, he wanted to know You know, He heard that um, Goldsworthy bowled slow left arm And he was yeah. Wanting to see cool. what he could do And he was Never given the chance which seemed, you know, peculiar because Sajid Khan was bowling at least one four ball and over, if not, if not two, and you know, he, he he didn't look like taking wickets and he wasn't closing up one end. So there's
2: an argument for not even playing Sajid Khan last game. Like what? Do you, last game of the season, is a dead rubber anyway. Why not? Yeah. Why even play him? You know, bowl someone who can improve and gain for the benefit. is going to be the next year.
1: Who are our young spinners at the moment?
2: Well, wow, this new sign in the second team, I'm very excited to see. Shoaib Bakshir he's going to be very good. Steve Davies, I can see he's one of the best spinners. He's seeing the long fingers and really good control. He's gonna be very excited. He wasn't he there ball in time. Office. Yeah, balls off spin. So he's what's the one. He, what's he called, Harry? I think. What's he called? Backshire. I think well, my pronunciation might not be bang on, but he was the one bowling on the square at lunchtime in the Northampton game. In the oh yeah game. yeah yeah. Very yeah, good. Yeah. So, yeah Steve Davies. Where, very where's
0: right he, where's he come from? Is he a local boy or?
2: Oh, I should know. Might it be Buckinghamshire. I think he played one of the oh, Royal not. London Cup games. One of the B Shear, Buckinghamshire. I should check
3: before I give false So he's, on, he's joined effectively joined as a academy slash second 11 player, has he? Yeah, but I think he's thought of more highly than that and I
2: think he's going to get no,
1: I, think, not, I know he's got a contract yet they've not made announcement about him having a
2: contract yeah. But I think he's going to be one of those that is exciting, there's a lot of talk about him
3: that he can That's, that's good <laughs> So you also have uh, Josh Thomas who can bow left arm spin Seems he was you know, seems to give it a rip and there's also that Max Horton, isn't there, another name from the academy, I think he's yeah, not, yeah, I don't, I don't know too quite, much no. about it. I don't think Horton's quite there, but
2: no, I'm sure Bashir got, got five for 44 against Warwickshire seconds and 12th of September and then he also played against Surrey where he got three for 51, so, you know, he <laughs> done all right for some set too, so yeah, hopefully he gets a go. Good
1: stuff, um, me and Harry were at the dinner on uh, Friday night. Um, Harry went off the mambo's afterwards. I was uh, very sensibly taken back to the hotel by my good lady wife, and uh, I appreciated that in the morning when I was uh, I was fairly fresh. Old President <laughs> Pete looked a bit uh, a bit tendered out at breakfast. To see we got down there just as he was finished up. We walked back to his room. He just like, "Oh, morning." <laughs> I can bear with us, alright. Uh, good night. Um Right, so we see if we can remember who won the awards off the top of our heads. I can't remember nothing. <laughs> Tom Abel uh, was county championship player of the year, and Ben Green was white Ball player of the year.
2: But he didn't get champagne moment, did he? Roloff van der murder Roloff got the champagne at for his Bristol,
1: forty-five off fifteen or yeah, forty-eight or fifteen. Some knock that was mine. Up at what's uh, at Gloucester, uh, Gloucester in the T20. Um, young
2: player of the year was James Rue young
1: player of the year was James Rue Uh, not Pete Trigo as he announced it himself not Pete Uh, no I had James Rue's uh, parents on on our table actually very nice yeah Uh, James he's off to Australia on Wednesday he's going to play a season of grey cricket out there which uh, could only be a good thing I don't think many players come back from Australia worse than they did when they set off Uh, what else was there Um, couple of ladies awards I think the young Women's Player of the Year was
2: Not
3: Nat Rafe. I think Nat Rafe was players player of the year. And... Oh, right. Nat Rafe was young player, yeah. Young player of the year. Yeah. And Daisy Jeans was the player Daisy of the year. Daisy Jeans, that's what's player of the
1: year. Uh Tom Abel got supporters player of the year. Uh he got another one, didn't he? What was the other one he got?
3: I don't know, he could have got most of the Back of the Year. He got supporters player, that championship it. player and just general player of the year. General yeah. player of the year, that was it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No. No controversial decisions there. It was all pretty standard. No, I think fair. it was. Um, Can't argue many of them.
1: No, that was all good fun. Um, everybody was enjoying themselves after the dinner upstairs as well. Um,
2: yeah. Good laugh.
1: Some uh, fair amount of hijinks going on up there, but uh, we'll uh, go with it. "what goes on tour stays on tour" <laughs> sure, for that one. <laughs> um, I had a nice chat to uh, Sir Michael Barber. Um, President, uh, no, sorry, Chairman. Yeah. Um, I promised him to get on, so so Michael will get you on over the over the winter. Don't worry about that. Um, I got recognised as well. Someone came up to me and said, uh, are "You uh, are you in chapel off the podcast?" I went, "Yeah." Um,
2: <laughs> you love that.
1: <laughs> I did love that. Hello. I uh, uh, last. <laughs> I think I didn't asked for a selfie, which was uh, was a bit, a bit <laughs> problem, <laughs> but but. Uh, uh, it was it was called Matt or Mike. I can't remember. Can't Sorry, remember. Matt or Mike. <laughs> You're too busy texting me. Do you understand? He's a music teacher. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> thanks for uh, coming out saying hello, uh, Matt or Mike. Uh, let us know uh, whether you are a, a Matt or a Mike. Um, and that was pretty much. Uh, and what, what else happened at the dinner? Triggs, Triggs went off early because he's watching his lad play football in Southampton the next day. Yeah. Uh, we had we stole farewells.
2: A few. We had, didn't we? Yeah.
1: We what? Farewells. Oh, farewells.
2: Yeah, Kirby uh, sale. Club of the physio team yeah. and Hildy, of course, and Hildiff, who made you uh, on.
1: Max Waller as well. Max had his Waller. appendix out last week. so yes. he was a bit tender, so it was a bit of good effort for Max to uh, uh, to turn up and uh, get presented award. And uh, both got stand ovations as well when yeah. they were uh, before they walked up. So that was uh, yeah, and a few tears as well when Hildy Very was nice, uh, yeah. Hildy was uh, talking. So uh, don't know if they've got the the sign fixed yet on the on his stand to get his number of runs right. <laughs>
2: Um, he'll be rocking out for Stony Stratford next year Yes, Stony
1: Stratford up near Milton Keynes next year so uh, yeah if you are a bowler in the uh, Buckingham, Buckinghamshire or whatever league that is uh, I think
2: it's the Milton Keynes league there's about 12 different leagues around there. I've played on there for a while and it's so complicated who plays where and what but I've got to be honest it's not the greatest of standards for James Hildreth to be going. I imagine James Hildreth would clean up at pretty
1: much uh, all of uh, I reckon he could play
2: left hand and it's hundreds but we'll see yeah but uh
1: slight down on the evening for me That uh, roll off Van der over couldn't make it, yeah. so I was uh, uh That in. The only yeah, I think it was uh, he wasn't there. Andy Umeed wasn't there, and I uh, didn't see Josh Davy. you see? No, Scotland way? warming up for oh, World yeah, Cup. Andy Scotland.
2: Roloff and Josh Davy, you can give them permission. They are warming up for a pretty big tournament. To oh, <laughs> very, <that's laughs> been been a couple of weeks away. Not to
1: at Mambo's. Um, so yeah, good night. Uh, highly recommend it. And if you want to get some free drinks, just wait for the dinner to finish because the players will <laughs> inevitably, Daddy Long Legs. Yeah, Uh, not fan. Flying around here at the moment. Um, Yeah, players inevitably leave (coughs) half for their food drinks on their tables afterwards, so...
2: Get there there before Harry Everett. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, Right. Shall we have a little talk about the old high-performance review then? I did pop it in the email. (laughs) So... What do we think about the old HPR? So a lot of it is fairly straightforward and understandable and we'll get way through on the nod now we all know what's going on with the no, no, Harry's shutting the door sort of daddy long nose coming in well done Harry um, now this is obviously a starting point for a negotiation I don't expect it to go through in its current format by any stretch of the imagination but the, the only thing that is not up for negotiation and hasn't been yes. suggested that it be tweaked at all is that other competition.
3: Yeah. So did uh, they,
1: did they yes. miss a trick by saying, do you know what we'll do? Actually, we will we'll try and compress the 100 into two and a half weeks and play it and play more than one game a day.
2: Well, it wasn't a high performance review, was it? It was a championship, <laughs> all and the cup of T yeah. Twenty Blast review. They were never going to change their competition. Yeah, that was never considered.
3: Yeah, the problem is there's there just is no good solution where because no. yeah because the, the hundred is there. There's no there's no ideal thing you can play at the same time as the hundred, and it just causes all these issues. It the, there's a reason there's an impasse at the moment in terms of what the counties want to do. It's because there isn't a very good any good solutions. 'Cause the hundred is a non negotiable. It that's it really. Like while the hundred remains a non negotiable, we're gonna get another fudge, unfortunately.
2: Well that and, what we yeah, are we gonna commentate on that second class? Do you know, Anthony? Are you gonna do gonna comment on that second eleven championship? <laughs> Effectively what it's gonna be? Well uh, Dom Silby scores hundred we every week. Call it, you know,
0: if, it, if it comes to pass we won't call it a second eleven championship. No. And I'm sure we get good crowds at Taunton. And yes, I'll be, I'll be commentating, if, if it's regarded as first-class cricket, which I presume it, it, it would be. But, you know, is it any worse than what we've got at the moment? I, I don't know. You know. It's going to distort well, the I'm not clear. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but Dan is absolutely right. As, as long as you've got the hundreds stuck, you know, like the dirty great elephant in the, in the room, and everything else has got to move around it, you're not going to find a satisfactory solution so whatever whatever they come up with it's going to disappoint an awful lot of people and probably not be very good for the future of candy cricket in England
1: so do the counties need to get together then and almost write their I own high performance review if you like because it's, it's probably it's going to be no good having I mean, 18 different proposals going back to back to Lords to say no this is bullshit and here's why it needs to be a, a, a cogent argument from from all the counties and I and do you think they would get anywhere if they if they said right let's make the 100 and let's squeeze it down to 20 days if we can and then we can start talking we will move if you move because at the moment they're not moving the ecb aren't moving they're going this is what we want to do and this is what we want to push through and, and you're going to like it so it's it's really up to the counties to get organized and say no we we'll, we will do this thank you very much
3: the problem is the 100 TV deal set, isn't it? I'm guessing that requires a certain number of matches. Um, and it's got to be one game a night, you know. It, it's all been decided. I mean, this this review should have happened before the 100, you know. It, it was silly, you know. I mean, things were different back then, but it's all in the wrong order. Um, and, I think it just comes down to the fact that none of the competitions are ideal to be played at the same time as the 100 you can't have the blast at the same time as the hundreds that would be suicide for the counties you you can't really have the one day cup at the same time as the hundreds forever because then you because you need county cricketers to be playing 50 over cricket sometimes you can't really you you could have the championship at the same time as the hundred but again there were problems with it because it would devalue the competition you know sorry were massively hit by the by the hundred this year it would have produced a different winner of the championship most likely and, and probably an undeserved winner um, and you could play a second first class competition at the same time as 100 but it would cause the championship games t- to go down to 10 games, it would create an extra competition which no one would really be that bothered about and members will hate it so all of those you know, they all could happen but none of them are particularly good solutions so it might just be choosing the least worst of them um, and I've said before that maybe a second first class competition might be the least worst as long as <laughs> you've got to have four matches, four group stage matches, and then an overall final play at the same time as the 100 final. But there are still, as I said, there are still multiple issues with that. But the, at least with that, you'd get the one day cut back to full strength. But the championship would go down to ten games, which a lot of people will not like. But the number of, cric- number of days cricket played by the top players would reduce by eight. So, you know, there's lots of pros and cons. You can keep going but, but, but you know, for everything, really. So, it's honestly, I do not envy the people who are having to make this decision because none of the solutions are very good, and they're they're all going to cause a lot of anger. I think.
1: I mean, it's it's not going to happen. But everything works better if you just get rid of the bloody hundred. Yeah. Well, I know it's not going to happen. So they've really just boxed themselves into a corner here. And are they going to when it does come time where they now have an an option to ditch the hundred when TV deals expire or whatever? Are they going to have the bollocks to do that? to to get the schedule back to if I say normal but back to being much easier to um, to organize I'm just looking at what it says for the one day cup here the competition will be played in April in a single block comprising of six rounds with a significant knockout element we're investigating the appetite to involve the national counties to create an FA Cup style competition that sounds great but then on the flip side if it is a significant knockout element you could potentially then have one or two home games
2: you could play one game you could be rained yeah. off you could lose on a bowl off or a 10 over thrash yeah. and not play any 50 over cricket you could be injured for that yeah. one game and not play all season the, the, the format that we won the world cup in two years ago imagine 1966 oh we won the football world cup in 90 minute football we're going to make our own format we're going to play 75 minutes no other country in the world plays this we're going to play different kind of minutes of football and um, we're going to stop playing nine minutes next year. Yeah, stop playing nine minutes next year.
1: Rush goalie. <laughs> you
3: know what I mean? And I, as a fan, want to see more than one or two 50-over matches. Yeah, I I want, love see, it. I want to have guaranteed eight 50-over matches at least. Yeah. You can't really go down from eight, I don't think.
1: Because the, 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 the thing with knockout competitions in other sports is rugby union, football, virtually all the other sports, there is one format of that sport.
3: Yeah. And the knockout supplements the league, yeah. But you can't, not, you can't have a knockout for the one day cup, unless it supplements a league one day cup yeah, as well. So I'm not completely against. I'd love to see an FA Cup knockout style competition, but it has to be alongside a proper league style one day competition. And the problem is, it's quite difficult to, to fit both of those things in.
0: Yes,
1: yeah. in when they had the Nat NatWest and the Benson Edges the Benson Edges was sort of regional, mini group based, and the NatWest was a straight knockout involving the minor counties. So that that solution worked. Yeah. Um, And going back to what they say on the One Day Cup, counties knocked out during the group stage would have the opportunity to play red Bull warm up fixtures ahead of the county championship beginning in May. That's not (laughs) going to be pretty difficult to organise, isn't it? Yeah. Doesn't
3: sound very interesting, does it?
1: If you're Somerset and the only (laughs) other team that's been knocked out is Durham, are you kind of want to drag all the way up there or Durham drag all the way down to Taunton for a warm up game? You're going to have to steward it. You've got to get all the staff in. You know, you're gonna to have to organise all your. If you're live streaming it, you've got to get your live stream stuff in. There's, you know, you don't just rock up and play. You've got to, you've got to make sure so you've got a pitch. All these things that go into putting a game of first class cricket on a at a at a county ground it's it's not as easy. It's not as easy as just having the opportunity to play another Red Bull warm up fixture.
3: Yeah, and the thing with cutting the one day cup is. You can't really cut it much further, and you don't really gain much. You, you, you gain a few extra days' leeway in the schedule, but the counties would lose a fair bit of money because obviously the One Day Cup is a reasonably profitable format, I think. Or at least it's more, it, you know, revenue-wise, I assume it does better than the Championship. And, um, it's, you know, it's, it's one of the formats that spectators, you know, it's a more popular format for spectators than the Championship, I think. So you don't really gain much by cutting the One Day Cup. And I hate to say it, you gain the most by cutting the championship. If you cut four championship games, you gain sixteen days leeway. And I don't really want—I don't want to lose the championship, and I don't want to lose first-class cricket. But none of the competitions are particularly ideal to be cut. You know, you can't really cut the Blast much more, but, but if at all, because obviously all the, the counties rely on the revenue from having as many Blast games as they want as they can. So we're at impasse. None of the competitions are really that suitable to be cut.
1: So this. So you just like to jump in
3: there, Gibbo? Well, I was just going. I was just thinking about the
0: one-day cup um, and how many games. I mean, they're talking about a group stage rather than it just being a, a straight knockout. So presumably it'll be four groups of five. Um, so we'll play each county will play four games in the qualifying stage, presumably two home and two away, and then there'll be quarterfinals, semi-final, and a final. Now that, to me, if that is the the outcome, doesn't sound too bad. It's very similar to the old Benson hedges. What, admittedly, the Benson hedges went on from sort of late April to the to the end of May, so this is going to be compressed a bit more in, into April. But I would have thought that's that's fair fair enough. Um, what worries me about the whole thing is um, what Mike Atherton wrote in the Times. Uh, last week when he said, you know, no doubt there'll be a great deal of wheeling and dealing, but something like this, in other words, the HPR is going to come through in the end. And I think it probably will, because I think what the ECB will do is to trade off an increase in the number of blast games from 10 to 14, which will keep the county chief executives happy because it means a huge increase or very big increase uh, in revenue in exchange for the county chief executives swallowing just 10 championship games. And and I think that's what we're going to end up with. That's the, the cynic in me. The optimist in me would say that um, um, the, the ECP goes back to Sky Television and renegotiates the contract uh, on the basis either of a, a different... Um, a shorter hundred format, or scrapping the hundred altogether, Yay. and and, you, and using the you know the eighteen counties as the base for this brand new competition, which was the the idea that was the idea in the first place. We were going to we were going to uh, follow the example of, of, of Big Bash, make you know make cricket attractive to um, to families and and women and, and and all the rest of it, but do it on the basis of the 18. 18 counties, and there's still no reason why we couldn't do that, and and it could be renegotiated. But whether it will be, I don't know. But, you know, we've got a new chairman of the ECB, and we will have a new chief executive. So it's not beyond the bounds of of possibility to get that contract renegotiated. But in the absence of that, then I think we're probably going to be lumbered with more or less what's been suggested.
3: Just a very quick thought. Could it be that the 100 can stay just for the women? Do the ECB have the faith in the women yeah. that they can help it stand on their on its own two feet themselves? You know, I think they could. You know, if just it's have a hundred for women, it, keep the brand, keep the fans. Mm. You know, the new fans that have been engaged by it, try and engage more new fans, and the, the brands can stay and they can be the prime time slot for that period in the in the summer holidays. I don't know, but you know, well, I suppose you want the blast back in the summer if you get rid of the men's hundred, but you know, maybe that could be a compromise. It's not going to happen, but. I think the women's element of 100 has obviously been successful and it's captured the imagination and it's managed to get some really high crowds. So maybe these people should back the women to stand on their own two feet and not, because, you know, there's still an element of it being they're not quite backing the women like we have the men. The women still get paid a lot less. The women never get the prime time slots apart from once or twice a season. So, you know, that, that maybe could be something they'd uh, that, that they'd they look at. A lot of people watched that
2: England, uh, uh, England India, women's international the other day. So many people were talking about the man cad So mm. yeah, w- or just why not make you know what the Kia Super League? Yes, it didn't have the numbers, but now they've got supposedly more people into watching women's cricket. Then why not try and have proper cricket again, proper overs, and get you know get behind a women's blast, or you know get get a Kia Super League now. Yeah. You know proper cricket, proper overs.
1: They could, they could even still use the franchise names from, from the 100. I mean, I'm sure they're all owned by the ECB. I don't think it would be too much of a of a legal mess to keep those teams but have them now playing in the women's 120 or whatever you want to call it, get them playing proper... Yeah, it can't be T20 called T20 for 120, and, yeah. Right. And just try and um, get them on double headers uh, whenever, whenever you can. I mean, there weren't that many double headers back in the ksl days
2: a few sunday afternoon ones those
1: sunday afternoons yeah but there weren't
2: yeah
1: there were a few there, there were a not few left. but they weren't yeah.
2: they weren't sort of by default so apparently yeah. things are so sort of pooing all over it but we could talk about this review for hours and hours and hours but so many counties have already said they don't like it so many people have said they don't like it it's not going to stay as it is now for 2024 so we're going to have to have this discussion again in six months' time when they give another review. Then again, when they have the next yeah. review. They're going to keep going round and round in circles, loads of different proposals. As we say, none of them are perfect, none of them are going to fix it. And we love cricket for what it is, so we're not going to be happy with whatever happens this time.
1: Yeah. The only thing I just want to quickly wrap up on this uh, is with the proposal of this uh, the County Championship being your sixth division, your sixteen top division, and then this 12 team second division mm. split into two conferences promoting one team out of 12 oh, yeah. is oh, ridiculous. And secondly, this idea of the, automatically the six teams in this top division being best versus best is absolute nonsense. Because I, I did a little <coughs> spreadsheet. I'll show you now, Harry. Oh, it? look at this. There we go. So, you have far too much time on your hands. So this a computer. is what I've just done. I'll just share this so you can see it. Guys. So I might have missed a couple out, but this is basically the... Uh, England the 18 first class counties in the order they finished
2: interesting spelling spelling of I mean. Hamid
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so it's the uh, the 18 first class counties in the order they finished in um, the uh, county championship structure this year and who their England players are so I've just literally gone through the last 60-70 players that played for England uh, in Test Match Cricket and, and stuck on with their team Um so sorry you've got quite a few. Uh Lancashire, um obviously you've got Anderson, Parkinson, and Mahmood as bowlers. Now I think the issue of best versus best, it's more bowling, really. It's about facing consistently top class, 84, 85 mile an hour bowlers all the time. Now, unless you unless there's a hell of a lot of
2: I read this as we go can I add little bits in who oh, plays for North I well see. Will what Young you? was,
1: if you're including a bass then you've got to include Will Young oh you? yeah that's true I got. oh a bass has been more of a regular than Will Young
2: yeah so how many overseas fast. are we including in this
0: is what I was thinking
1: oh just ones that spring to mind so I'll put, <laughs> okay. I'll put Harbour in but maybe not a few, a few others this is very rough and ready it's more used yeah. as a
0: What's the uh, point you're trying to make? Yeah. yeah the po- well, the point I'm. Thank you, Anthony. Right. <laughs> the
1: point I'm trying to make is that if you go into that that top division of six, you are not facing Jofra Archer or Ollie Robinson or Mark Wood or Matthew Potts because they are in the third division.
2: So four of our best England bowlers yeah. are in the third division. That's a good yeah. point you make. Yeah.
1: You're not facing Craig Overton. You're not facing Jack Leach. You're not facing Chris Wokes, Stuart Broad. Jake Ball, Toby Rowland-Jones. None of those bowlers are going to be in that top division.
2: Jimmy Anderson is our only, pretty much, yeah. our only test match bowl in first division.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, so you'd have JB Overton, He's Jimmy Anderson, um, Abbas Abbott-Dawson, and I'd well, technically put Craig in there because he has played for England, and Simon Harmer in the top division. None for Ken, none for Northampton. So, this is either going to mean that... All these bowlers are gonna you're gonna have to ramp up the signings um from the lower division. You're gonna have to basically transfer a load of your better bit bowlers in the low divisions to the to the top division, after to that talent drain. all the whole thing's gonna be pretty pointless.
0: But isn't that isn't that what's gonna happen anyway? That that the you know, the six big test grounds. With their hundred revenues, will mop up all the good players. I mean, that's that's all part of the ECB's yeah. agenda. So that's, that's the and that's right what that's why they're so deeply pissed off that Northampton <laughs> will <laughs> stay in the first pitch and Yorkshire are go, Yorkshire are going down yeah. because I mean, you know
1: they, they, there's there's no way that they can not do the if this does go through. There's no way they can't base that top six on the top six players in the championship next year. It it, it would just oh, yeah. be, I know they're unpopular, but there's no way they could do that so if we if we do oh, maybe five
0: division, and, the, and the winner of the second oh, division
1: oh yeah yeah okay but you'd have to do it on some order of places you could not just yeah, randomly yeah, say yeah, yeah. oh we're going to pick Sussex because they've got Joffrey Archer and um, Ollie Robertson to put in the top division you, you couldn't do that so now you've got you'd have Kent and in now who well have got no international quality bowlers at all they've got decent county attacks but that's yeah not but
0: the, they, the calculation will be that kent and Northants will not be in that top tier for very long because all of their good players will be mocked up by the richer counties with 100 franchises on on their ground and over the course of five or ten years all of the cream will rise to the top yeah. that's what they will be saying in ecb towers so and a, they're probably right because at yeah. the end of the day, money talks. And, and, and we're looking at a sort of, uh, you know, an apartheid almost in, in terms of, of, of county cricket between the 100 grounds and the main 100 grounds, you know, the top six and the rest. And the rest will act as feeders for that top six elite who will, who will be, within five years, I'll bet you anything you'd like, they will be the, the big test grounds. They'll be Yorkshire, Warwickshire, Surrey, um, Middlesex, Hampshire and Lancashire. Probably with with you know, one or two others dipping in and out from time to time. But you know it'll be the big six. It's depressing, but that's what it's all about. And they And Andrew Strauss would say that's what high performance is all about. It's about you know getting the best to play the best. And Kevin Peterson would would you know be right there with him, despite the fact that they don't exactly love each other. But on this,
3: they are as one. Two points can I quickly make? Um. I wonder if we're going to see a fudge where it's going to be 10 games aside in the championship, but we keep it as two divisions. So it's like 9 and 9, or 8 and 10, or 10 and 8. So you keep a good number of counties in Division 1, you keep all the counties interested, you keep 2 up, 2 down, so that all the counties feel like they have a chance of going up, or a chance of winning the championship. Um, but only playing 10 games, which does mean a horrendously uneven schedule where you play sort of most of the teams once and a couple of teams twice, but I do wonder if that could be you know, the fudge that we're heading for. Um, the other point I just wanted to make is that the the smaller counties, I mean it may be too late, maybe it can't happen, but I think the smaller counties need to be trying to push for some hundred double-headers. I think every county should get guaranteed one hundred double-header per year, and it will mean the big grounds have to miss out on one or two per year. But it's the kind of thing that they need to be pushing for, or they, really they should have already pushed for. It should have been something that they originally should have sorted out, really. Um, the, the smaller counties need to find a way to get some of the hundred money um, that is earned by the big grounds because the big grounds obviously get to keep all of the revenue that they earn you know f- from their match day sales we were going to have, yeah, had, we have
1: had a system. women's game weren't we a Welsh Fire women's game we were to that, that cancelled
3: yeah we were um, I'm guessing subsequently now they've decided that double doubleheaders are the way to go you know that's probably <sighs> going to stay that way um, so we've got to be pushing for an entire header. you know an entire double header at Taunton um, which I probably wouldn't go and see, but it would probably be of benefit to the club, um, and you know, for the grounds get it too. You know, it would it would just help to close the gap a little bit um, b- between the hundred and the non-hundred counties.
1: Yeah, the only thing with that is there's so much. Oh, i know mean, if they
3: call it Western fire, not Welsh fire.
1: <laughs> well, there's so the things. There's so much infrastructure that goes around the bloody hundred games. you've got all the staging and all the, the the dance stage and all the. Uh, livery and all the boardings that say 100, 100, 100 everywhere. So, how
2: do you know that? What have yeah. you been looking at? You haven't been going, have you?
1: Yeah, somebody said that to me. So, look at this, it's all crap. Um, but that's that. Let's go back to what, um, I'll just we'll start doing questions now. We'll be here till, till bloody midnight. But, um, John A's has put, yeah, should, oh, no. uh, about uh, a Glamorgan, Gloucester, and, w- and Welsh fire, a Glamorgan, Gloucester, not this again, Somerset Western fire. <laughs> we've talked about this before, every podcast is it the only thing about that is we would only get one potentially one home game a season with that and yeah. with that point about all the infrastructure that goes around putting on one of these bloody circuses is it's just not worth doing just for one game so i i it would be nice but i can't see it happening and then obviously the points about it and not being those west country players yeah that's right.
2: This is the better tweet. Come on, read the funny let's, ones let's out. Let's
1: quickly buzz through these questions. Right, uh, Mike Unwins uh, got a couple of golden apples for next week. Like uh, Coach of the Year, Signature Travel, <laughs> boom boom. Uh, cricket, constru- cricket construction project of the year, the BBC commentary cabin. <laughs> well, tweet of the- the <laughs> sorry, Ben.
2: That's a cracking tweet from Mike Unwin. Mean, oh, it could have been also the uh, Brian the Cat shed. <laughs> the construction <of> the year. <laughs>
1: yeah i was uh yeah. i was sort of i was in the long room with my wife i was just sort of pointed out to her wherever everything else was so everything is around the ground and stuff and then i pointed to a commentary cabin gibbo i'll tell you this on 20 she went she just went how does he see from there <laughs> what's your um what are you going to get polly for christmas anthony Do you, is she on your christmas card list because i think i heard a few rumors that you might be swapping there might be a swap on the cards
0: well, I haven't heard that. Well, you <laughs> we probably not because it, it just might be Harry's idea, so
1: that's probably why you've not heard it. We just sort of made it up.
0: But. <laughs> it, was suggested that it, was, it was suggested at the start of the season, but I'm afraid Polly just wasn't very keen on the idea. <laughs> but um, I don't know what's going to happen next year. We are going to be
1: high-level high discussions. You need to have a timeshare share <laughs> arrangement, <laughs> Gibbo. Uh, Chris Payne has asked, do we think <laughs> there'll be more movement in terms of players coming and going? No, no sign loads, not anyway. for a minute. I wouldn't have
3: thought. Just overseas, I thought I'd have yeah, thought I doubt it would be any bowlers. domestic signings. Maybe you never know. A domestic bowler, a domestic spinner, you never know. I think that's the kind of thing we've done. I'm sorry, we have any more signings. Spinor. Um, uh,
1: da, 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 from Giles Harrison, As we may have to finish in the top five of the county championship next. Does the club need a new head coach and one that is at the club the whole season? Going off to the 100 in August, there may be championship cricket then is really not acceptable for a first division side.
2: Well, would Paul Tweddle do the whole job? Would Greg Kenneth do the whole job? I don't know. Are those two, for example, experienced enough yet
1: at the highest level?
0: I wouldn't have thought so. Yeah, I wouldn't have <laughs> thought so.
1: Not sure, but it, yeah. It just, it just doesn't sit right. I mean, you know, they'll say that he oh, gets all this experience, works with these other coaches, blah, 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 but... You... Your head coach. If you want to get coaching experience, I think go off. Be an assistant coach in a in a franchise somewhere. I think that's a, that's certainly a lot more palatable to
3: the members than sort of leaving for a whole month of the season. The uh, problem is ECB will say someone has to coach these hundred teams, and they'll say that they want English coaches to get some experience with these teams. So, uh, and I suppose also they'll coach. say. Counties. he
1: could, could have done a worse job with Welsh Fire.
3: <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, time me <laughs> out. <laughs> They'll also say the counties own these teams, or, you know, they're, well, they you know, the counties kind of run these teams, you know. You know, Somerset, Glamorgan, Gloucester run Welsh Fire, so therefore they should contribute coaches to them, you know. That's the kind of reasoning, I think, behind it. So. Oh, who knows? Uh,
1: David Wyatt has gone back to the high performance review. Sorry, David. Oh, no, no. Finish that. Sorry. <laughs> Ban certain topic, surely. um <laughs> Oh, Jacob, learn right. Uh, who should be on overseas next year? Peter Sidland a bowler. What ground improvements would you like to see? Mm, I Anthony, Anthony Gibbons. New county box. <laughs> New county <topology laughs> box. Um, uh, he also thinks the Kent performance was poor, but fine due to the season was over. We won the week before and didn't have our normal team out. I can't agree with that. Thoughts on Andrew and me? I think we've done that already, uh, Jacob. We've covered all this naturally. Yeah. And uh, one more from Jacob. Any more signings or departures or any rumours? No, I've not uh, heard any rumours. Not that I'm aware of. And uh, I think. Uh, Mike Kurzweil, last one then. Ooh. If the number of championship games was reduced to 10 but made them five days in length. Oh,
0: God, no. They don't, they don't need to be five <laughs>
2: days in length. Half of them don't last four days anyway. How yeah. often are we still playing at half-six
0: on the fourth day? Very, very rarely.
1: Much better shots, ideas.
0: So kind of... Go back to three days. Then we could have 16 county championship days of three days each. Yeah, if you for the, looked... the same as 12, 12 four-day games. Oh. Making five points That's with the draw up. as well.
2: Any talk on yeah. the schedule, if you ask me, half the test matches aren't five days anyway, so we'll see how much cricket we're playing, but they're normally on the golf course relaxing or having a day off on days four and five anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Ridiculous. about the five points of the draw as well. Oh, hour and five minutes. Are we done, guys? Any more for any more? I think
3: that's... Is George Thomas signed a new contract this week? Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. I said new contract,
1: a contract. I, like, I like George contract. Thomas, yeah. Yeah, same we wasn't fit for the Royal London this year. Uh, 2024 he's signed to. Right, should we knock it on the head, then? Yep. Yeah, good stuff. Golden Apples next week? Right, sure. I'll send out the categories uh, in case you've forgotten. And we'll, which um... I have. <laughs> Well, you're defending your uh, uh, brain fade of the year.
0: And no, I'm, no, I'm quite quite happy to. So
2: <laughs> well, you know, yeah. is that the goals where no, the no, goal's one, one, able he's superseded. The one, goals where the able hundred.
1: One, no, Gibbo is the incumbent champion of brain fade of the year for calling the calling a win against Hampshire a bit early when we still needed to bat again against two. Ah. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna enforce that he's given to a to a player this year. Gibbo, so I'll be sparing you any uh, any shame from that. But. Uh, Thanks, guys. Um, good to see you. Good to see you. Me, I should just say to you, listen, me and Harry are kind of sitting uncomfortably close because I've only got one microphone, so we're quite sort of shoulder to shoulder That's all right. at the minute. So I am up to nip on eBay and get a new mic. Uh, yeah, but for uh, Gibbo, Dan, and Harry, uh, I'm your shepherd, and we'll catch you next, this time next week, for the all important Golden Apples. Good night. Cheers. Thanks, Sheps.